We got Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dazzly via satellite, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady in the house. How you living? How you living? You know we tell her like a T.I. is. What's going on? Nothing, 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 chilling, chilling. Glad to see this beautiful day. It's a beautiful day outside. Dick Dazzly. Hey, man, I'm ready to get in a good show, talk to my people. You know, what about you, Lisa Lisa? I'm ready to get it in, ready to get in. I wish we was outside barbecue, but I'd rather be here with you guys. What you gonna be barbecue? How you how you gonna barbecue? Lettuce. <laughs> yeah. You real petty for that. <laughs> petty Betty. You can put hey, all you gotta do is get the grill marks on one side, then hit the grill marks on the other. You feel what I'm saying? You ain't never had bar- grilled lettuce, you out your mind. You don't know time. what you missing you don't out. Know what you missing. The barbecue the lettuce. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. What up, what up, what up, y'all? We got it. Who, who, who in here with us? Trying to share it to the public while we're talking. So if you see somebody, holler at them for me. I'm about to, I'm, I'm, I'm getting on the book right now. Yeah, you know how it is. It's a delay. But you know what? People getting used to this, you know, even seeing it on television. Yeah. How people are just doing everything remotely now. I think it's, I really think when we go back to what, Ever normal is supposed to be, it's gonna change everything. Yeah, yeah, it's, no. a, it's a new, but they call it a new normal. It's gonna be a new normal. Yeah, it's a new normal. It's gonna be a new normal. Yeah, it's gonna be different. It's gonna be normal than that. It's gonna be a new normal. So uh, you know, but we, you know, we, you know, especially us black folks, you know, we so cold with adjustments. You know what I mean? We 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 gonna we gonna roll with the punches. We, we gonna make stay cool. ready, so you know we ain't I mean? gotta get ready. We gonna make we gonna make uh, chitlins out of out of pigs. You know, do whatever we gotta do. Ain't nothing new for us. But I I want uh, everybody that's tuning in. Well, I want y'all to come back to us a little later, man. We are gonna have a little fun, and you know, have a, this little fan battle. Y'all know y'all been seeing all the battles. You know, all these artists battling. So we doing a fan battle, Biggie versus Tupac. You know what I mean? And uh, so come back. With, by 8 o'clock, we're going to come back on and have some fun. So y'all make sure y'all tune back in. Definitely. I can't wait. I've been waiting for this all week. Yeah, so I can give it to, so I can give it to you, Rich. You know what I mean? Man, you know, hey, this for the culture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this for the culture. <laughs> for real, for real. No doubt. That sounds like a challenge. Challenge! Two, 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 two of the legendary MCs of all yes, time. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <clears throat> it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be so, hard. Uh, What's up, Jerb? Hey, that's my man, Gerald Gregory. He uh, celebrating out. What is it? Your fortieth or forty-second anniversary? Um, across from the Sands, uh, Omega Phi Psi. He's a cute. Uh, he's a good mentor. That's a good, good man right there. That's dope. That's dope. Okay, yeah, okay. Now I'm now I'm sharing it. Y'all make sure y'all share the broadcast, like the broadcast, comment. We want to hear what y'all gotta say all day. And uh without further ado, we're gonna try we're gonna try to uh <clears throat> stay away from coronas today, man. You know, everything has been corona dominated, corona, you know, every show it's hard to talk about anything else for real, for real. For but real, for real. We're just gonna uh, we're gonna try to stay away from it today. And uh I guess I'm gonna go ahead and lead it off, man, because I was having so much trouble coming up with something to talk about. Because it's like, do you talk about Corona? Do you not talk about Corona? It's just crazy. So I just want to share a conversation that I just had with my oldest son. Shout out to Dad Gray on Facebook. You know what I mean? And uh, we were he he was laying on me. You know, uh, uh, both my sons very intelligent, man. And I love talking with him. And he was and he's come to the realization that. You know, in his words, you know, a man got a raw deal. And he was saying how dad, you know, you know, we really not, by nature, we're not meant to be monogamous. You know what I mean? He was like, we kind of forced into that by the rules, the, the, the mores of society, you know what I mean? The religious part. You see a lot of countries, you can have three, four, five wives depending on the, the culture, mm-hmm. you know? And, and then he was, he was getting into that. And I was like, well... And, and I told him, yeah, you're right. And I said, but I, and I, but I, then we got into it and I started stressing 
You know, you can operate like that. You can move like that. I just say you, you have to be, everything has been corrupted. Like society has been corrupted. Education system has been corrupted. The justice system has been corrupted. And even like relationships, you know, when we talk about toxicity, it's just, it's just corruption. You know what I mean? And I told him, you, can, you still can operate with integrity. Like if you're going to operate like that and you want to have several women, just tell them what it is. It's real simple. It's not hard. You know, a lot of cats want to use that. Well, we men, we ain't, we ain't supposed to be with more than one woman. That's cool, but don't have one woman, five women thinking they're the only one. You know what I'm saying? Be be integral. Tell, if, if, if you feel this is way, you tell them up front, like, hey, I don't want to be in a relationship. This is how I'm going to operate. And you give them the, the right or the, to make a decision if they want to deal with you or not. And we got into that in operating in every aspect of your life. You know, and it's crazy how people just don't operate like that no more. There's a lot of peer pressure to take shortcuts. There's a lot of peer pressure to do things that, you know, that have, that doesn't have integrity. You know what I mean? And so to operate like that, and I told you, it might take you longer, you know, to get where you want to go. But you can still operate in a certain way and have integrity and be upfront about who you are and honest with the people you deal with, you know what I mean? And honest and, and not have, and not be corrupted by outside influences, you know what I mean? So it was, it was a real good conversation. So I just wanted to get y'all in, y'all uh, input on that conversation right there, Miss Lisa. Well, I definitely can see where he was coming from, where you guys were coming from, because negativity is... What's up, Miss Veronica Thornton? It's what, it's what okay, it's what okay now, so... Yes. If you're negative, that's cool. That's what you should be. In the moment that you start trying to be positive and show honesty is when you're shunned upon. And I think because being negative and being sneaky, manipulative, and lying about things is easier in most aspects. You know, if you do something wrong, it's always easier to lie about it than to say, yeah, I did it. I messed up. I was tripping. You know, it's always easier. And plus, people be be worried about, you know, to what you were saying, if you want to date more than one woman, just tell them. But a lot of times, they feel as if that woman, that man won't accept that. Right. So, they don't want to be told no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I think that Morality and, and morals <laughs> are almost hard to come by nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we don't take a look at ourselves, then we're never going to be able to start being more moral and start thinking about things. And I think a lot of it is people lack empathy for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's always... I got to get mine before you get yours. You know, we live in such a cutthroat world, and they make us feel like there's not enough for everybody, so you got to get yours before the next. So when you got to get yours before the next, you got to feel like they feel like you got to throw your morals out the door. Mm-hmm. And uh, before you go, Dick Dodds, I want to share this part. So we got we started getting into, you know what I'm saying, the corporate aspect and you know, we got into like celebrity because you know he's an MC, and he, you know, he was talking about how, you know, you know how, you, certain artists are asked to, you know, you you know, to change who they are and what they inspire to be to get on. You know what I mean? Like, and, and we were, and I was like, well, you know, you don't have to worry as long as you have integrity, as long as you operate, and and, and get it. Success on your own basis, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And then I, I gave him the perfect example. I said, "Look at Dave Chappelle." You know what I mean. Dave Chappelle was a guy who he 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 he, he took the he took the right way. He he went integrity, and it took him longer. You know, after Chappelle, so it was like he was gonna blow up, and then he didn't want to take the bullshit that they were shoving him, and he just right. and he said no. He turned the money down. He said no, I'm not doing whatever, or mm-hmm. I'm not compromising myself. And, you know, they tried to tear him down. They tried to, you know, blackball him, whatever, whatever. But he played the long game, and he's bigger now than he, you know, as as big now as he ever been. So it might have taken, you know, you don't see say Dave Spell in the gang of movies in Hollywood. Dave Spell doesn't even live in Hollywood. He stayed right here in Ohio. You know what I mean? So he stayed, 
true to who he was and was still able to gain garner the success that you know what i mean he would have had then guarding now and sticking to his gun so you can be integral and still be successful in mm -hmm. whatever you're doing I definitely agree. i definitely agree definitely definitely you know that's a interesting subject all the way around <clears throat> you know a lot of times i think people don't appreciate honesty you know uh honesty has gotten a lot of people in trouble but also, it's the thing that could make a relationship strong, any type of relationship, whether it's business, whether it's a personal relationship, you know, uh, you know, interpersonal communication is, is a big thing. It, it's, it's hard to be an individual in today's society uh, because everybody wants to be something different. But if you're honest with yourself and you, you, you stick to a certain code, it's all about code. Yeah. You stick What's to your code. code. If you're the type of person that love multiple people, you gotta tell the people you deal with, I love multiple people. So whether you male or female, and you wanna dibble and dabble with the whole nine, you know, you'd be amazed at what people would accept if you just put it in front of them. And then as, as it goes in business, just let people know, hey, up front, this is what I'm about. But what you see, um, especially, and I'm going more on the business world, that people aren't who they pretend to be. You know, I saw this one thing that say, you know, uh, you're not who you post to be, mm -hmm. you know. So when I post stuff, I try to make sure that I live it or I, I'm that. I, I would say that to other people. You know, it's one thing to preach one thing, but it's another thing to practice it. I've never said I'm a perfect person. So I'm me all the time. You, you, you kind of get that. Um, we do have some comments down here. Hey, how you doing, Jackie Austin? What's going on, Patrick Bubberboy Cole? Hey, Ann Rollins, how you doing, beautiful? Veronica Sword said, uh, Veronica Thornton said, that's why some of us have been single so long because people are so selfish. It's like people can't believe you want to keep your integrity and be honest because they are not comfortable being truthful. Uh, let me go, being truthful with themselves. And us single folk just keep pressing on in hopes you will meet someone with the same morals. Mm -hmm. And you know, that that's a very uh, poignant uh point. People just aren't honest. And, you know, you say, what's honest? Because we all lie. I, I, I haven't met a person who has a lie. We all lie. But what do you lie about? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, and then when you betray a person's trust, let's say you lie too much, you can never get that lie back. Mm -hmm. So I would just say stick to a code, have some integrity, and live by that. Even if everybody don't agree with it. Yeah. You know, there's people out here living different lifestyles. People might... Yeah. From the outside looking in, they might say, how could you do that? But if that's what worked for them, that's what worked for them. You know, so that's how I feel about it, D. Hey, hey I'm a, I want to share two stories real quick, Rich. One you know about, right? Shout out to my man, Seville Butler, back in the day. Now, I've always lived, like, you know, Rich, you know, as, as a young man, I was always about being honest. You know what I mean? And so a friend of mine, shout out to Seville Butler, had two girls that liked him. So he came to me in this quandary, like, hey, you know, D, girl X want to be my girlfriend, but girl Y want to be my girlfriend. What should I do? So, you know, me being me, I'm like, well, you know, why don't you just tell them both that, hey, I go, I want to go with both of y'all. He was like, what? I said, yeah. Just tell, he said, just tell girl X, I'll be your man if you let me have girl Y as my girlfriend also. And he was like, he's, he's, I said, I'll do it for you. He said, okay. So I went and told girl X, well, you know, my, my homie said he would agree to be your man if you let girl Y be your man. And and I told the other one the same. And the first both, they was like, boy, no, ain't no way, da 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 And I was like, oh. And sure enough, the next day, <laughs> they both called. It's like, you know what? I thought about it, and that's good for me. And he was floored. He was floored. Now, now story two, I had to talk about your nephew. Uh, what's his name again? Day Day. Yeah. And uh, this is funny because he, he wanted to use your phone to watch movies. So he come to me and he said. Oh, Zion. 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 Yeah, Zion. Zion. He, he said, uh, he said, Derek, ask Aunt Lisa if I can use her <laughs> phone to watch movies. And I said, well, why don't you ask her? He said, because she going to say no. I said, well, you know, you got to live with that. I'm like, well, don't be sneaky about it. Man up. I said, go to her and say, you know, let me use your phone. And if she say no, hey, she say no. And he came to her and he said, and he asked her, and you 
Let them use the phone. You know what I mean? And, I, and so, and I said, so what lesson did we learn today? He said, how to be a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, but that's what it, you know. But that's basically what it is. No, I don't, we're not gonna sneak. Right. And go around the corner. If she say no, she say no. And that's basically the thing. Like I've, you know, I've known guys that have had, you know, you know what somebody else wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about dating, like you can, if you listen to a person, you kind of can't gauge what they want. So I can give you what you want in appearance to get what I want, and then switch the protocol. No, we can't operate like that as men. We have to teach our young men not to operate like that. Operate in a t- operate up front with everything you want to do. You know what I mean? And if you just about, we talk about it in the business side, Rich. If you just about the Benjamins, just say that. You know what I mean? Say that. And then let me deal with you on, on that level, whatever level it is. You know, give me that opportunity to say no, yay or nay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have a comment, Lisa, before you chime in. Uh, Patrick Bubba Boy Cole said, that's my biggest regret in life. Trying to compromise my personality according to what crowd I was trying to get in with. Didn't believe anyone could like the real me. And you know what? That's, that's the, I mean, and, I, and that's a hell of a uh, that was a hell of a statement right there, man. For you to come out here, that's, that's big, Patrick Bubba Boy Cole. We talk about awareness and being self-aware. You know, that's a self-aware statement. You know, you come into that because people operate like that every day and don't care. That's definitely true, yeah. And, um, I think that I think that there are three versions of people. There's the version that you portray to people, there's the version that people see, and then there's the real you. And I think a lot of people do not know the real them. And or they're ashamed of who the real them is. And I think I th- I don't think I know that that was my problem at one point in my life is that I was ashamed of who I was, you know, I was always the eyeball, I was always the weirdo, I thought different, but I would just always try to fit in with the crowd because I didn't want to be ostracized, but I would be even weirder because I didn't mm. fit in until, you know, I start realizing, yeah. like, this ain't working for me, I got to be who I am. So once I start working on who I am and being confident in who I am, I became a stronger person. You know what I'm saying? I think that definitely self-aware, being self-aware of who you are and self-aware of what you need to work on is definitely key. That's deep because what you're just saying, what Patrick Bubba was saying, Rich, I want you Rich, I want you to comment on this right quick. What they just said, it's so easy to give people what they want. You know what I mean? Like, we know what people want. You know what circle you might be in, what those people want from you. You see that a lot of times with, you know, uh, when black people are in a predominantly white situation. You know what I mean? They may, you might go to school with all white kids, or you may be hanging out with all white kids. And you ca- And you say, you kind of know what they want from you. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people feel mm-hmm. the pressure to be something they're not because... That crowd is looking. They want you to do a, hey, hey, do 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 the ratchet dance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do do the savage dance. Do you know what I mean? It's like you know, it, it's like lying because no, that's not me. I don't do that. But people feel pressure to give people what they think they want. Yeah, and people were really uh, a big pressure. Patrick Bubba Boy Cole said exactly, Lisa. Yeah, people. Uh, Veronica Thor went on to say, on the other side of that, I never cared what other people thought. But that also left me as an outcast because I never cared to fit in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to piggyback all, off of what you were just saying, D. Um, What's up, baby? Even in love. If you don't love yourself, how can somebody else love you? And you just said something about fitting in in different cultures. You know, we call it code switching. But, you know, you be around those people. You talk to them. They, they say, oh, what's up, D? That phone ring. and like, Yes, this is he. How may I help you? Because it's code switching. So it's a little bit different. But the thing is, once you become an individual, and this is nothing that, this is something you got to fight with all the time. It's not a one-time thing. I think that we have to constantly check ourselves in order to elevate ourselves. One of my biggest things is to say that people don't change. How you knew somebody in elementary is how they are now. The thing is, people mature. 
So people want to say, oh, I changed. I used to I used to smoke crack or I used to be a hoe. Or I used to rob people. You still a crackhead. You still a hoe. You still a robber person. It's just that you're not under that stimuli that caused you to do that. Or what you might have done is matured and said, you know what? That's not the way. But that is still you inherently. Mm-hmm. You're always going to be you. Uh, we got a few comments. Uh, I'm sorry. We only got a new one. Uh, right. Patrick Bumborkhead said, right. It's like. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. But see, that's the that's the thing. What I'm talking about, you know, you have to you have to walk in a certain with a certain code. We say, Rich, you have to walk in a certain code, and live by that code. And if 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 it's not meant for me because I you know I I can't get it on my own terms, then I don't want it. If I can't get it on my own terms, then I don't want it. If I, you know what I mean, I'm not about to I'm not going to change who I am or try to switch up. Or lie to get something that you know and change who I am. That's just not what I'm going to do, and that's what I was just trying to tell my son. And you know, and we can move like everything ain't meant for you. Everybody ain't meant for you. Everybody ain't meant to be in your life. You know what I mean? If you got to act a certain way, you know. And I seen that all the time. I used I hang with Cat all the time. It seemed like he was one way. Then when his people come over, he he he, he completely different. You know what I mean? It's, it's like I. I'm not going to compromise who I am for no one's approval, for no amount of money. So, you know, I think we, we need to have that attitude. But like to what you said, Lisa, you got to know who you are first to even stand in that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of people don't even know who they are. Right. So they can't even stand in their own integrity because they don't even know what they stand for. And so those people are so easily moved and easily shifted. Like, so they don't even know what they stand. They don't even have, any, they have a backbone to stand on. Right. So... You got to first, everything, we always come back to that self-awareness. Ain't that funny how we always come back to that? I think that's why me time and that meditation is so very important to learning who you are. Our mind is going all the time. It's always noise. So you can never just not have noise. But that's why you need to meditate so you can quiet your mind and think about who you are, think about what you want, think about how to get there. And if that requires you cutting people out your life, then that's what it do. And if that person is meant to come back in your life or that person is meant to be there, then they'll be there. But you have to be able to let those ties go so you can learn who you are. I didn't I didn't know who I was and didn't know how to present who I was. And two, I start cutting those people off because I was trying to be fit in their perspective in their crowd instead of trying to be who I am. And once you become comfortable in your own skin, then hey, the rest is just coasting. You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont Williams, the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa, Lisa, the little lady of the house. Again, don't forget to tune in later on for the epic fan battle. Me and Dick Dashley. Pop versus B.I.G. We're going to have some fun. We're going to go ahead and get in. Uh, Lisa, Lisa, you want to go ahead and get into your topic of the, of the week? Yes, yes. So I just want to uh, discuss your worst dating experience. I want you guys to give me your bad dating stories. You went out on a date with him or her and whatever happened, it was crazy. And tell me your story. And did you finish, did you guys continue to date afterwards? How they turned out, so. Yeah, give us a call, 330-578-4230. We want to hear your dating fiascos. I know y'all got some of them. I want to hear about yours. You want me to set this off? Mm-hmm. Well, ironically, man, one of them, I, I've, I've, I got a few of them. And, you know, the one I was sharing was courtesy of a man, Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley. He already know that's why he's sharing. He's laughing and grinning. I think he he just was using me as a guinea pig for years. Just set me up with, with just horrible situations, you know what I'm saying? But uh, one in particular, man, he put me on. And, uh, you know, you, you know how you get the phone number and you're talking on the phone. And 
I was being me myself being as integral as I am, made it known that I wasn't looking for to be in a relationship. I was just out here kicking it. We can hang out, but I don't want no woman. Well, when you meet me, that's gonna all change. Wait till you see me. That's gonna all change. I said, I don't think so, but hey, we can hang out. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we you know, we went and had a couple drinks and had a couple conversations and I She's smoking cigarette after cigarette after cigarette after cigarette. And which I don't say nothing, you know what I mean? She grown, whatever, whatever. So then she starts telling me that she got ass, third degree asthma. And, and she got, uh, what was the, what's, the, uh, what's the other one? The, uh, bronchitis. Bronchitis and asthma. And she got to take these pills and she got to take these, this inhaler. And I'm like, well, uh, maybe if you stop smoking. <laughs> Maybe you stop smoking, you know what I mean? That would uh take care of that. I mean, I don't want to get you bitter. She said, well, that's what my mama always tell me. Well, I mean, she ain't telling you that wrong, you know what I mean? So, to make a long story short, she was trying to, even before then, she was trying to get me to spend the night. Because I, I was living in Canton at the time. She This was in Cleveland. My son had a football game early in the morning. And I told him, well, I was like, no, I think I'm going to go home because I got a football game. Like my son got a football game I got to go to. Now, she told me on the phone that I could stay with her. So, I, you know, you even know what that was, right? So, you know, I had a couple of drinks. So, I was like, you know what? It probably would be better off if I, if I stayed at your house. So, we ended up going to her house. House was very clean, immaculate, nice house till we get to the bedroom. Bedroom is... It's not, it wasn't nasty. You know how your bedroom get. You know, clothes and shit all yeah. over. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like, you knew that I might stay. I mean, I mean myself. I went on a date. My house be clean just in case. Right. You know, if we go back to the house, you know, everything's everything. Right. And it smelled like a straight ashtray in there. Like, it was oh, straight okay. ashtray. <laughs> so, straight wow. ashtray. Mm. Anyway, so, now... Now, I guess she calls herself trying to seduce me, but then she puts on a pair of pink jogging pants and a wife beater. Like, that's not sexy. Like, even if, you know, I had a couple drinks, she might have got some if she came, right? You know what I mean? (laughs) If she she had put the nightgown on with the teddy, you know what I mean? I might have like, shit, I'd have had a couple drinks. But then she puts like a, yeah, like mismatch, sweatpants, pink, you know, I'm like... Wow. I like yeah. I, I had a long, wow. I had a long yeah, right. diet. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go ahead and yeah, lay it down. That was a turn off. Yeah, and then so I wake up in the morning, can't breathe. You know, what I'm saying? because I <laughs> slept in the ashtray. <laughs> I jump and so I, I I get up and I leave. And before I even hit the highway, five minutes left. Five minutes later, she calls me saying, "Why come you didn't make love to me?" <laughs> <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, hey, I was tired, man. I had to go. I had to go to, right. and, 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 you know, long story short, I hit the highway and went on about my business. Right. So right. that was my, that was the end of that story. You know what I mean? Thanks, Dick Dasley, courtesy of you. You know what I'm saying? All love, all day. Wow. <laughs> He's such a good friend. Such a good buddy. I do. That's what I do. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> hey, see, the girl watching. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't saying no names. You know, it's oh, all love. Okay. Oh, <laughs> love. Well, um, <clears throat> with that being said, I'll go on next. I got a few of them. Well, one time when I was younger, I was, uh, in my teenage year, I was think I was like 19, maybe 20. I go back, I go, I'm going to the store and I meet this guy at the store. Now I had seen him around the way, but I was I didn't really know who he was, but you know, I knew of him. So we exchanged numbers and he said, Well, can I take you out on a date? I said, Sure, where do you, you want to take me? He said, Well, you know, I'll take you to go get something to eat and a few drinks. You know, he's like, and then after the drinks, you know, if you want to go to the movies or something like that, you know, we know what he was hitting at. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. We can discuss that afterwards. So I'm like, all right, let's go. Food. All right, cool. So 
I get stuck, it's all dolled up or what have you. Kelsey picks me up and I'm thinking like, yeah, we getting ready to go to like, at the time I ate meat, you know, so I'm thinking, you know, we getting ready to go red lobster, you know, bougie, you know, take me somewhere fancy, you know. So needs to say, we end up at this hole in the wall bar and it's got this rinky dink honky-tonk music, and you know, I like all types of music, but I wasn't feeling this music, right? That wasn't the bad part, though. We get our drinks, we having fun, we chop it up, okay, I ain't gonna be petty, let me, okay. <laughs> now, this, now, the whole time, the phone is ringing, but he ain't answering the phone, so I'm like, I ain't no fool, so I'm like, this man must got... A girlfriend, a wife, or something. Something going on because his phone is blowing up. But he ain't ringing. He ain't picking it up. You know what I'm saying? If he was something about some money or something, he going to answer it. Y'all, we get outside. Why is the tires flat? All four tires, man. Wait a minute. The plot thickens. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened? He's like, I don't know, man. I got enemies. I said, no, you got a woman. I said, that's what you got. You got a woman. I said, she going to kick your ass when you get home. No sooner than I said that, I turned around and I seen, now I'm a little girl. I'm a little, little thing. I seen this big old Rasputia looking girl mm-hmm. come around the corner mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. where the fuck, who the fuck is you? Bitch, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And I'm like, oh, shit, girl, you can have him. (laughs) (laughs) Right, he's all yours. (laughs) I don't know him. You can have him, girl. So I go in the bar. Now I'm at the dilemma. Now I didn't have a vehicle at this time. So I'm at the dilemma like, how the hell am I going to get home? You know, so I couldn't find nobody to come pick me up. So I just had to get on the bus and get home. Man, I tell you what. <laughs> y'all want to know I never dated them again. That was the last and final time. And I see that fool every now and again. And I'd be like, hey, keep it moving. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Don't do that. That was one of my worst dating mm. experience. And then it was somebody I wanted to date with them. And I guess this person really liked me, like, a lot, I guess. But I really wasn't feeling them, like, we just wasn't vibing. I come out my front door, and this fool jump out the bushes. Oh. Oh, Jump out the bushes. Like, you don't see me calling you for real. You don't see me calling you. So, you know, I had to call security and to my apartment complex and every type of thing, girl. Mm-mm. So that was one of my worst dating experiences in my life. Thought I was gonna die. Those were both hilarious. <laughs> 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 you start out driving in the car, you you on a public transportation at the end of the day. That's not a good day. Yeah. <laughs> that that that's an NWA song. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had to front on me. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Hey, no, that that's hilarious, man. I, I wonder. Okay, we had a few comments. Um, what Gerald say? Said um, Terry said, "My queen and I had two totally different versions of how we met. Seems commonplace." Uh, Gerald Gerald Gregory said, uh, "What's up? We need to catch up." You need me on your show. I'm offering you to come on. Like I said, it was anniversary across the sands. He's a cute, one of the coolest dudes I ever met. Um, so, man, I can pull from. If you know, <laughs> if you know me, I can pull a, a whole bunch of these stories. I'm probably a lot of people's worst dating experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I'm gonna take. One of my, um, how about I take one of my uh, 
like almost encounters, right? So I'm out. I'm out. I don't know if Derek Viewers would be or not, but I know Otis and Tones would be. And we was up at Bells on the Circle. And we out there, we getting it. You know, we used to be the guys on stage that was dancing because we probably the life we could dance, you know. We, we knew what we was doing. We was up there just trying to get the ladies and whatever. So I get down and I see my homegirl, Anyama, right? I see Yummy. I'm hollering at Yummy. And then she got her girl Daphne, her girl Sabrina. We all cool. We chopping it up, whatever, right? And I see this old little, you know, Slimmy they got with him. I'm like, okay, that's, that's interesting. You know, I go ahead, I, I talk to her, whatever. I get her number. But I also run into another girl that night. I get that other girl number. <laughs> but I feel the other girl more. So both of them talking about they want to kick it with me, right? So, you know, like any good player at the time, I made plans with multiple women. <laughs> because... Old school saying is, you make plans with three, two gonna cancel, so you stay with one, right? So the one I really wanted, she was really head over heels, she really wanted to hook up. So I called old girl that I met that was with uh, Yummy and, and Daphne. And I said, I told her, I said, <clears throat> excuse me, I said, hey, you know what? Something came up, I ain't gonna be able to meet you, blah, blah, blah. So, hey, this is my first time ever meeting this chick, right? She proceeds to go off. <laughs> and she says, you know what? You don't want me. I don't want you. If I can't be number one, I damn sure ain't going to be number two. And then she just went into this whole thing like we've been dating for this long time. You, know, you, ever, you ever been talking to somebody this before cell phones was popular, right? You ever just move the phone from your ear and look at the phone? <laughs> I, was, I moved the phone from my ear and look at the phone like, this can't be real. Like, this, this is, you know, this is before punk, but I was looking around for Ashley Kutcher to come out of stuff, right? So I, I hang up the phone, I go on my date. And then I decide, I call my girl Daphne, and I said, Daphne, what's up with your girl? And she was like, who? Now, I can't even remember the girl's name, so I ain't getting nobody in trouble, right? So I told her, she's like, what? Yummy let you talk to her? She's like, that girl's certifiable. She's certified crazy. She said, the last guy that played her, she took her car, and she drove it through his place of business. Oh, wow. <laughs> hey, hey. Y'all ain't gonna look out for me. Y'all ain't gonna look. Y'all ain't gonna look out for me. You gonna let me take this woman's number down? Come on, right? Man. That's some fatal attraction. Wow, definitely. You know what though? I guess because you know, if you know my baby mama, they probably young probably thought that was a step up. That was right up your alley, huh? <laughs> Listen, she right. She your type. <laughs> All right, should I go down my list of me being the worst date for everybody? Because <laughs> they all got that story. You know, I ain't going to even put it out there like, like that. Like that because I had to talk about my, my babies. They might be upset. I put their mama on blast. But Derek, you, you remember the incident? We had a house full of girls. Oh, yeah. And uh, we kicking it. How much should I tell? <laughs> I hold on, hold on. Let me, let, let me, let me, let me, let me tell it. Cause that was a, that was one, hey, that was one of my, hey, no, cause that was, that was one of my worst day stories too that I even forgot about. You know what I'm saying? So real quick, we had a, we had a house party. And, uh, you know, everybody had a date. I had a date. Everybody had a date, you know what I mean? Or, you know, not necessarily a date, but you know how you get to a party, you pick out the one you want, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's everybody's in the corner with the ones they chose, having a conversation, having a great old time. We over Rich's house, you know, the 007. And, you know, the, we, the screen door, you know, you had the screen door open. It's summertime, it's nice. You know, we music playing, everybody having a great time. And then Rich's baby mama walks in the front door and she looks around and she walks in the kitchen. And everybody continues to talk. Now me, of course, you know, my radar is up because I know this is about to be bad. So then she walks out of the kitchen holding a big eight-inch butcher knife. And she Ooh, says, uh -oh. which one of these bitches is here for Richard? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like the player's club with with, with, with Dollar Bill and Ronald Bell. Yeah, it was a stampede. Oh, they were stampeding out the front door. They was 
<laughs> they step in. They step, man. They they got out that house so fast. It was it was, it was hilarious. Dang, Rich, nobody stood up for you tonight. Wow, that's deep. We don't even know who Richard. Who? Somebody got who? Stand who? Still tell who? Who's Richard? We don't know him. We thought this was your house. Wow. <laughs> Shit. Oh man, that's that's nothing. I could top that. <laughs> hey man, so. I met this young lady, probably in Bells. You know me, I was a partner back in the day. So she cute and stuff. I pick her up. We go out on a date. You know, we go to dinner. We go to the movies. We have a nice time. And she's like, you know, she like, uh, you know, let's nightcap. You know, we head back to my house. Now, remind you, I'm real young. You know, I'm about like, I was what, 21, 22 when I bought that house, D. Uh-huh. So, you know, we, we young as heck, right? You know, I got my own little crib, you know? So you, your boy was just having a smash Olympics. You know how I go. So, you know, that's old, old, old me, right? So, uh, <laughs> you know, we have a nice day. I'm, I'm feeling her. We get back to the house, and I hold my lights is off. You know, that's that's normal for me if you know how cheap I am. But I normally leave one. I'm like, why hold my lights off? So I turn the lights on. I'm like, you want to get more comfortable? And go, get, go get you a little drink. Remember my little drink cap? Yeah, 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 little building yeah, yeah. cap to keep the liquor, right? So I'm like, let me go get you a drink. So we have a drink and stuff, right? And it's getting good. She's like, let's go to the bedroom. I'm like, oh, hell yeah. So we walk into the bedroom from the dining room, and on the right of us, we see a shadowy figure sitting on the step. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's my baby mom. She's been chilling this whole time. Me and old girl been kicking it, man. And on top of that, she like seven months pregnant oh. without my baby. It wasn't even my baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Wow. That's nice. Wow. Baby with no baby. Like, uh-uh. Girl, yeah, he, he doing me wrong all the time. Blah, blah, blah. She, she making up these stories like, you know, what if you don't get out of my house? What was old so girl on Boray? Girl, he don't do it, girl. Don't do don't it. Don't do it, girl. Look, the day was effectively over. Wow. So old girl's like, look, just take me home. I took her home. So I'm thinking she ain't gonna never want me again. You know, I take her home, pull up to her house. Next thing I know, she grabbed me. She passionately kissed me, throw her time down my throat. And she was like, look, I really want to try you out. Because if that's that good to make her sit in a dark ass house for an hour, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Okay. You tapped that's into story. you tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, little lady in the house. So we're gonna go ahead and get into this uh, social media post of the week. Dick Dashley, you want to take it over? <laughs> Brother D, hey, we gonna keep it short and simple, man. The um, the social media post of the week. I don't know if y'all seen it. I was gonna share it on the screen, but sometimes it gets stuck. Um, but I'll play the audio so you kind of can kind of hear what happened. It's a young lady. She's in her car. She just cast her stimulus check, and she's spreading out a whole bunch of twenties. And she in the camera. She dancing. She she happy. Hold on. Here you go. You ready? Let me play this up. <laughs> So she as she got money like this, you see two hands reach in. He did a great job because he did two hands. <laughs> and he snatched all her stimulus money. And uh, you know, it's like what I really want to talk about is the incessant need of people to do something like that. For one, she cast a check, she went into her car with open windows, and she started doing this and counting the money. And this is what allowed the guy to reach in and he just grabbed the money and he was gone. I really feel bad for her because I'm pretty sure she maybe she had kids or whatever. She worked for that. You know, everybody getting stimulus, you can say what you want, but you had to pay taxes to get that. In order to pay taxes, you had to have work and you had to have filed taxes. So she did, in fact, work for that money. But the prevailing thing that I really want to discuss is the need to show off. So obviously she put her phone up there. She went live on Instagram to kind of show what she had. And she felt the need, I guess, to stunt. And hey, look, look what I got. And in that, the money was snatched. 
that is a is I have so many layers there. I'm far from a psychologist, but you see this all the time where people want the appearance of having something, and then when you get something, you want to kind of flaunt it and show, aha, look at me. Well, now aha, look at you. A lot of people were probably saying, you know, it's good. That's what you get for showing off. And a part of that is right. But that person that stashed that money, you didn't work that whole year like she did. You don't know what her bills are. That money might have been saving her. Yeah, she was fronting. She was doing all this other little stuff. But she was in the car. Maybe she needed to pay a car note. Maybe she needed to pay that phone she was broadcasting on Instagram for. Maybe she had hungry children at home that needed some food or clothes. You never just know what's going on, especially with this pandemic going on. And for him to snatch away, her money was totally wrong. It's never a good idea to, to take from people. However, mm-hmm. you victimized yourself. But a Thank fool, a fool and his money is soon But party. she victimized herself. Yeah. She put herself out there in the incessant need to kind of show, hey, this is what I got. People, we need to get out this flashy thing. Instead of pretending that we're wealthy, we need to become wealthy. We need to work and we need to move. And we need to stop flashing that. I'm just glad it couldn't have been worse. There's some people out here yeah. who would have shot her and then took the money. At least he had the decency not to punch her, not to hit her, not to slap her, but just snatch her money and run. I don't know whatever became of this. I've never seen any follow-up reports on it. Hopefully she got her money back. But let that be a lesson to anybody else looking. Stop stunting. Stop trying to pull out money. Stop trying to flaunt your wealth. And there's people out here who all they only job. They call it a hustle. I don't call it stealing a hustle. We hustle, we hustle, we hustle our money up. These people think stealing is a hustle. So when you put it out there on the platform and they take it, this is what you get. So let's stop pretending that we're wealthy. Let's stop flashing money in front of people. Let's have some decorum. Let's act like we've been there before because these things won't happen. And I'm sorry that it sounds like I'm chastising the victim. I think that the person who took the money, he's a deplorable person because you don't know this woman's situation. Who knows? Maybe she would have gave you $20, $40 if you walked up to her and said, look, I need something. But you took everything this woman had, and that wasn't right. But once again, you put yourself out there, and this is what happened. It could have been a lot worse, but this is a lesson learned. She walked away unscathed outside of her pride, being hurt in the world, seeing. So that's my that's my thing. Lisa, what you, what's your thoughts on that? <clears throat> Hold on real quick before you go. Veronica Thornton said, real G's move in silence. And she also went on to say, quit trying to prove something to people. It ain't that serious. Well, like Veronica always does, she <laughs> took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say the same thing you said, a fool and their money will always part. I think that because people see uh, people with money all the time, such as wealthy people, or uh, people that are in the music or entertainment business always flashing what they have. I think people feel the need to flash whatever little money they get to get their likes, to get their attention. You know, people feed off attention. People feed off likes. People feed off um, acceptance. You know what I'm saying? So I think being she was she was foolish. And I hope that she learned a valuable lesson from this. I mean, you're never supposed to tell your right hand what the left hand is doing. And apparently she didn't know that. So I hope she knows that now. Yeah, she got it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to learn today. All right, all right, right, all right. All right. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, <coughs> excuse <Why>? me, <coughs> that was a foolish move. Very foolish. I don't want to call her stupid, but it was a foolish move. But I do hope that the person that did it um, gets punished for it. And, I mean, because that's what he do. I'm sure she's not the first and she ain't going to be the last. So, keep your money in your damn pocket and stop telling everybody what you got. Because... (laughs) <laughs> you set yourself up for the wookie woo. Yeah. Yes, I digress. Well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like a monkey. It's, what we have is a monkey see, monkey do world. Man. Everybody wants to do <clears throat> what they see the celebrities doing. And, you know, 
this phenomenon kind of started with, you know, the rappers and then the dope dealers on Instagram showing stacks of money, showing it off. You know, my man Jay-Z said, you know what I mean? You're on the Instagram putting money to your ear. There's a disconnect. We don't call that money over here. And then a lot of the rappers, Lil Boozy, who was doing that dumb shit, was offended. He was trying to give y'all game. Like, we don't call that money over here. You know what I mean? You you, you know, you happy because you got this and got that and you want to talk on the phone with a big stack. You know, that's not cute. What you're doing is you inviting a type of energy. Mm -hmm. They're seeing you mm -hmm. have mm -hmm. this, mm -hmm. like, people, and they're not, you know, everybody wants to copy this and do this and show this. And when people, you, you show it, you see people, <clears throat> uh, dope dealers getting arrested, showing their money, doing this, doing that, and next thing you know, police knocking on your door. Like, how dumb is you? You know what I mean? This whole, it goes back to this whole social media culture. Like, we, we, we people want to show everything to everybody. They get so happy, they get something nice or get something of value or what they feel is of value. They have to flash it, yeah. flash it, flash it. But little do they know they're so ignorant that wealthy people don't flash what they have. You know what I'm saying? If you're wise, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's nothing like a fool with money. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be wise. And I can't even I can't even remember the artist, man. I don't want to say his name, but I remember <clears throat> I, I I don't think it was Jay-Z. It was I can't remember who the artist. No, it was um Chance the Rapper, matter of fact. Chance the Rapper made <clears throat> Forbes list. And uh, he was uncomfortable making a Forbes list. Mm -hmm. He didn't want everybody to know mm -hmm. that he had such and such millions of dollars. You know, they put it out there. They estimated such and such millions of dollars. I never even knew that Chance yeah. was independently. Yeah. Independently. And he's independent. Yeah. He's self-made. And you know, lot of, you know, like they're not like real G's moving silence. Like, I don't want you to know what, what's in my mm -hmm. pockets. And I don't want to count the next. And so to get back to this lady, like, I mean, you know, you invited that. Like, you know, we don't want, I don't want to justify what the man did because too wrong, you got, he was wrong and she was wrong. Well, she invited that. You know what I mean? She she, she invited it, showing everybody the money she got. And matter of fact, it was a couple of weeks, a, a, a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, uh, remember we, it was a, a woman that got murdered for her uh, income tax check. You know what I mean? And she, everybody knew, yeah. man, everybody knew she got this money, she got money, next thing you know. They see they got and they kill these guys. They killed her for her money. So you know it's nothing to play with. Like you said, Dick Dodson, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. So you know what yeah. I mean. It, it's just that keeping up with the social media, that that whole avenue where people got just like with relationships. You know, a, a woman. You know, you have some people have a different relationship eight three months, and they showing the guy off. Oh, look at that. And they're like, hey, oh, yeah, he is handsome. Let me go get in his inbox. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I think we you should, put your business out there, right. people go try to I'm say, I think we should use that principle yeah, in relationships. Call, call they, call like, they, they ladies, yeah, you need to stop telling me. your friends, oh, my man, this, and he got this, and he do it like this, because most of the time, they be the most miserable-ass females just waiting. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? And men as well. Men, stop telling your Homeboys, what your girl could do and how she do it, what she look like, and all this extra stuff y'all do. You know what I'm saying? So I think we need to have a little bit of discretion. Yeah. People say the world lacks discretion in their life. Yes, they really do. Discretion and humility. Veronica yes. Thornton said she must not have grown up in the hood. You could have never thought that was okay in certain neighborhoods. You were mm -hmm. like, I, I got a, hey, I second that, Veronica. Because well, you know it's you a different know time now. Something like that. If you gonna do it, why would you do it with your windows down? For one, you check, make sure all your doors locked. Well, she did because she, she couldn't get out the door right away because he took her money and he was gone. And she, she like this man took my money. But you know I mean, but he what they say? They say the rich is wild, well, wealthy is quiet. Yeah. He could have shot her through the window and took it. So you said what's that? He could have shot her through the window and took it. So just mind, just keep your business to yourself. Not everything is for everybody. You know, mama, mama taught us. We used to go to the store. Don't pull this money out till you're about to pay for it. Right. Yeah. You know, your, your parents taught you humility. They taught you how to move in certain areas. And guess what? We need to keep teaching our kids that. Obviously, it's somebody who went to school in this young way. Yeah. <clears throat> because 
I'm telling you, not to say that my kids wouldn't do that because you never know what people are going to do, but they know better. And if you know, you knew better, you do better. You think, right? But obviously, she wasn't thinking. She got caught slipping. What Ice Cube say? He's like, it's cold. My feet hurt. And that nigga slipping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you walking, and that man walking down the street, he just happened to look over, and there's a whole wad of money getting flashed in his face. You don't know what, you know, he, hey, may I help myself? She can't defend herself. Right. You know what I mean? So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, but, you know, again, it's like, you know, that the, the whole so, the social media mentality where we need to show people everything we got. I had to talk to my nephew about being on there, on the ground flashing his pistol. You know what I mean? You know, it's just you don't have to do that. You don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Just because it, it looked cool to see this rapper, that rapper doing it, you know what I mean? Don't mean you need to do it. You know what I mean? Just, you know, so. Uh, I've seen some of my nephews, my little cousins flashing their pistols. I've seen them smoking weed on there. I even had one cousin advertise he was back in the weed game. Come holla at me. I'm like, won't you just say, come and arrest me, police? I'm just come. Right. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm right I'm here. I'm right here. I am. Here on these. <laughs> You think they're not watching your social media accounts? Y'all stop this. But see, this this is it. This is our fault. Because that's that's our children in that generation. Mm-hmm. That we got them to thinking that money meant something. We never looked at the Forbes list growing up. Now people watch the Forbes list like that means something. No. You know what it takes to be a, a billionaire at this point? You got to be ruthless and step on people to get there. I'm not saying that it's always a bad thing. Because some people get there from inheriting. Some people get there from hustling. But the truth of the matter is, money's not everything. Money can't buy class. And you know, what we saw, and Derek, you mentioned rappers. You know, it used to bother me to see rappers like, uh, you know, Birdman used to bother me because that's all he right. talked about. Yeah. Yeah. And all this other stuff. But then I saw one redeeming interview where he said he wished that everybody can experience what he's experienced. And it's just like, we, we show things on the most rudimentary, basic ass level. Can we show these people how to how to go ahead and game? But we got a few, um, we got one comment. Veronica Thorpe said, all of them filters on social media and they still don't know how to filter anything out. Oh, can yeah. I read that one more again? Yeah. One more again. All the filters on social media and they still don't know how to filter anything out. And that's true. You know, people believe like, oh, I'm going to buy my kids this, I'm going to buy my kids that. We said this once again, we weren't going to talk about Corona. That, that was our goal, not to talk about Corona. But the whole thing is, hopefully this showed parents that your money wasn't important. Your kids, all they've been wanting all this time is your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're doing things now. You can't go to Chuck E. Cheese. You can't go to Dave and Buster's. You can't. Well, you don't have to spend a thousand dollars to make your kid happy. That makes you feel good. You feel like you won. That's why people get depressed around Christmas or holidays because they can't give, give, give. No, that's the wrong thing. You know what you give your kids? You give them the determination to become anything that they want. And now we have to learn that flash your money or taking pictures. What you say, Derek, is a disconnect when you have that money up there. That's not money. Real money is doing something and then showing your kids how to do it and making sure that they can replicate it because we need generational wealth. And you have a lot of us now, you see it in other ways. I'm not just going to chastise that young lady, but like with me doing investments and me learning options, I got my daughter, she's learning Forex. I'm pulling trick in the options in Forex. His goal is to have his first rental property next year. He's going to live in one side, rent another side out. That's all good and well. But why would I diss what you're doing right now because I'm doing this? Oh, you working, you basic. I'm making, I'm making this type of money. We got to get off of that. What we need is the people who are invested in, in making money now. What we need to do once we make our money, we comfortable and we, we just get mailbox money or whatever. And that's anybody listening that's doing that. It's still people who don't have enough money to invest and people who are scared to do it. So what we supposed to leave our brothers and sisters behind? No, that's a whack ass mentality. It is your responsibility. It's my responsibility as somebody that's doing something different to go back and buy my neighborhoods. Derek, you know, when we grew up, who owned the store underneath your house? It was Dave. Dave owned that store. When I grew up, every store in my neighborhood was black owned. I didn't even think about it. 
But the confectionery, when we went and got candy, we had our candy parties, it was black owned. Everything was black owned. By the time we became teenagers, ain't nobody looking like us that owned the stores. We have to change that dynamic for our children, our grandchildren, and make sure that they're growing up and seeing black people. You don't need to grab all that money off that store. Now you can pay people a living wage. We need to have a fiscal responsibility and not look at government to take care of us so we don't have that mentality where I got to be showing my money on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I digress. And, and real quick before we go, like, I, I, I spoke on that Jay-Z quote, and if anybody, you know, uh, check out Vlad TV, like, uh, and you can check the interview, I actually interviewed that Lil Boosie did, you know, going at Jay-Z for saying that. And if you listen to it with, 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 you know, and you listen to the mentality that, that he was, that he had, like, you know, you know, like Jay-Z was attacking him. He wasn't attacking him. He was just making, he was just stating facts. He was, he was, he was opening up to a mentality. Like, you know what, this is, this is not, this is not money. This is not how we represent ourselves. This is not who we are. Like what you have don't really, at the end of the day, don't mean shit. It's about who you are as a person. Right. And when you, when you put yourself out there with the money and you flash and you know, you, and you know, we, we, back in the hood days, the dope dealers that was flashing, that had it all, that was with the cars, whatever. Then it was the ones that were, you know, you didn't know what they had. You didn't know what they was doing. You know, who lasts long? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So, you know, you tapped in. Want to thank everyone. Move in silence. Yeah. Hey, well, hold on, wait, wait, we gotta, before you do that, Veronica Florida said, and people that don't know how and want to learn, but those in the realm many times don't pass the information on. And Derek, before you end this, what I want to say is the investors, people trading Forex, options, stocks, People, the startup company people, the people who, the new avant-garde black people, don't become the bourgeoisie class of the past. Stop. We, we cannot afford to make this money look down on our people. We're the new drug dealers. What they did for the true hustlers, right? I ain't talking about the corner dope boys. I'm talking about the people moving weight who understand distribution, who understood how to source, who understood wholesale. What did they do? They locked them up for 25, 30 years. That was not, we thought it was just, oh, they're trying to help us out. These guys weren't killers. They weren't violent. They were smart. So they locked the smartest of us up because we understood wholesale distribution. We understood the distribution model, right? So now you got people who understand the Wall Street all of a sudden, right? So now they selling it to you because the game is to be sold, not told. But the thing is, you're the new drug dealer. The people who understand Wall Street and the nomenclature, and by nomenclature, I mean just the words that they use when they're doing and trading stocks, because I like to break it all down to just drug game to make it easy. If you put it in layman's terms, people get it, real world terms. But the thing is, now the people trading and making money leisurely, you the new drug dealers. Don't do what the drug dealers did and just buy cars and look good and take care of your people. It is your fiscal responsibility. It is your social responsibility. It is your black spiritual responsibility to take care of the Pan-African diaspora. We ain't going to do this again. We ain't going to get start making money and we got all these millionaires and then we still got poor people. No, we bringing everybody else up with us. Open up them stores. We need laundromats. We need our own uh, uh, what's that? Uh, grocery stores. We need things brick and mortar. Go hire everybody. You don't need to take all that money out that store. You can pay a higher living wage. You can pay everybody $20,000, $40,000 to work there because you ain't trying to live off of that. You're just trying to make sure that the people you buy and trade goods with look like you. And we still going to have to go to white people so white people don't get nervous. We still need you. Y'all still running everything. Let us run our own neighborhood. You ain't got to come destroy it like you did Black Wall Street before because we know any money we get go pass in your hands. We just try to make sure it circulate in the black neighborhood. If you look over my shoulder, you see that black white label white wealth. That's what that is all about. So it's about having a fiscal responsibility. Let's stop looking at our luminaries, our rappers, our actors, black people. They can't do that for you. Let's build it so they can come and invest in this. And I'm off my high horse. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ashley what's Adams, up, right Miss Rose T? Long time no see. Love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm sorry, D. No, sorry. Did you get this? Veronica Thorne said you learned there's a difference between money and economics. 
And what I just discussed was economics. Money is the making of the money and giving it. The economics is making sure that that money learns how to circulate in your neighborhood. We talk a lot, and I see a lot of people in our age group, and I'm sorry, everybody between 40 and 55, y'all got to get out that age group that black, stop saying black people can't work together because these millennials lapping y'all. They showing you you can. You got people like Derek Brace. You got people like 19 Keys. You got my man Ian Dunlap. Stop. Get, leave that narrative alone. I start sharing some of these links and stuff that I, I follow these people. We need to follow them because they're the leaders. And guess what? If you're 40 or over and you feel embarrassed to go to a 30-year-old, how at your boy. I'm learning too. I'm going to lose sometimes, but I'm going to win most of the time. It's, it's people out there that's trying to do something. We need to do something. We need to learn how to make that mailbox money. And then we need to say, okay, I'm good. First, you do have to make yourself good. I'm going to be real. Because if you go broke, some of our people are happy to see you broke. Yeah. If you was on top, they happy to see you fall. But that's the mentality we've been brought in to see ourselves like that. Just like we a lot of people are happy to see them, that man snatch that money out of that lady's hands. You know, there's a lot of people having love loving to see that. Lucy, you want to add something before we talk about it here? I just agree with, you know, what you guys said. And uh, I agree with what... with. Rich said, and yeah, um, there is definitely a difference between um, money and economics. So I think we, the more we learn economics, the stronger we'll be in that area. So let's get it moving. I digress. Make sure you guys stay royal. Yes, indeed. Want to thank everybody. Veronica Stern said she got questions. Dick Dashley, you gonna answer them? She can ask me anything. She yes, indeed. Hey, uh, make sure y'all join us. We're gonna. We're going to have this epic fan battle. I'm trying to tell you, me and Dick Dashley. It's coming. It's coming. Back and forth. Biggie versus Pop. You know what I'm saying? For the culture. Make sure y'all tune in, man. Hey, we're going to try to, we're going to give y'all about an hour of grace time. We're going to start about 8 o'clock. So y'all come back in, tap in with us. And uh, again, tell the people you love them in your life. You love them because tomorrow's not promised. It's all love all day. And uh, thanks again, man, everybody that. Time then, you know what I mean? All love. We out. Peace.